Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. It is the first podcast I'm doing uh, with a complete stranger from another college. So this is very cool. Uh, She is a first generation college student at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo, a college we have heard from before. She comes from Dinuba, California, and she was the valedictorian of the class of 2021 at Dinuba High School and now is at Cal Poly Slow class of 2025. Please welcome Tyra Adair. Hello. Welcome, Tyra. How are you doing? Good. I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing pretty well. Yeah, it's been a good day so far. So, Tyra, let's get into it. What's your major? Well, I am an animal science major with a concentration in pre-vet, and I also have a minor in dairy science. I thought I'd just put it out there because it's fun, and I really I really enjoy it. So, yeah. That is awesome. So, you're uh, – say that again. Say that one more time. Sorry, the – is a long major. So your oh, animal yeah. sciences? <laughs> yeah, so I'm an animal science, but I'm taking the pre-vet track here at Cal Poly. So classes like Bio 161 and organic chemistry, those prerequisites you need to take before vet school. Before vet school. That is so cool. Right. Our first uh, yeah, our first animal science major I've heard of personally and the first one on this podcast. I would be surprised if we get another one anytime soon. So that is yeah. really cool to have that unique major. And then dairy dairy science you said or is my minor. Yeah. Is your minor as well. That mm-hmm. is so cool. Yeah. So um yeah. you're so on the track you're going, you're you want to go into vet veterinarian school after? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. That's awesome. So how how'd you get into this major of animal sciences? <sighs> Oh, man. So there's actually two reasons. The first one is my primary reason. I've always loved animals ever since I was a little girl. And and then I started to grow up and kids were saying like, you know, I, I want to be a teacher and then I want to be a nurse. And they were all changing. And I was like, I just want to help animals. And I was starting to feel like I needed to change mine, too. So I was a little bit unsure. But uh, my dog passed away in 2019 from canine parvovirus, which is a very, very contagious, and if it's not treated soon, deadly uh, disease. Um, And we took her to the vet, and they clipped her nails so bad that she bled when she walked, and they gave us worm medication. And it was expensive. I mean, veterinary, you know, veterinarian uh, services are very expensive, so we basically went there for nothing i'm so sorry about that oh don't worry (laughs) it's i'm i'm slowly healing i know it's been a few years but she was my best friend and and uh she did end up passing away because she didn't get the right treatment for that and you know it doesn't take a genius to find out that your dog is sick or needs better assistance than worm medication and uh uh i decided i don't want anybody else to go through what i went through uh, with her and I'm going to be a great veterinarian <laughs> and that's what I want to do and help people. So that is so awesome. I mean, uh, a very sad story and I'm, I'm so sorry for you and that you had to experience that, but I'm glad that you were, you know, now you're inspired to go on this track of, Hey, I've loved animals my whole life. I want to be there for them because Definitely. someone wasn't there for mine. And I think that is just, that is really beautiful. Um, thank you that is so awesome that you're able to find this major um 
So yeah, and you said, was that the first thing you said there was two things? Yeah, so the second one is, uh, and I'm sure in other parts of the world, there's definitely uh, black uh, veterinarians, but for me growing up, I never saw people of color in the veterinary uh, industry. So e- even now, yeah, at, at slow, that's very rare to see a person of color within the animal science field or in the veterinary department. So I definitely wanted to inspire other young black women who have a fear of going into this uh, industry that's not exactly diverse and have the courage to just do it. And if you're the first one, you know, in your town or the rare few at your school, I mean, that's great. That is good for you. (laughs) That is awesome and truly inspiring. That's, oh my gosh. Wow. Getting goosebumps over here. (laughs) This is a person I barely uh, have met just like 30 minutes ago. And you're, wow, your story is so awesome. And uh, thank you. You know, would you like to talk about your background a little bit? I know we were talking before the uh, actual recording of this, and I think it would be um, a good tie in to, you know, you wanting to become a veterinarian and helping animals and not only helping animals, but also inspiring other people and other people of color to go out there and join these industries that may not be as diverse and that they may be scared of. And I, Oh my gosh, (laughs) you're awesome. (laughs) Would you like to talk about your, you know, your (laughs) kind of your, your story here? Yeah. So I come from a really small town in the central Valley. It's called Dinuba, California. And uh, if anyone is familiar with Fresno, it's about 40 minutes out or so. Dinuba is, is a place where people have big dreams and don't know how to achieve them. There's a lot of first generation students there. There's a lot of families who either work in the packing houses or the field and, and there's not very much in the town Um, just a movie theater. So it's kind of like, what are you supposed to do as a kid? And these kids grow up and I want to be this, this, and then reality hits. You go to high school and and your family needs money. You go to high school and how am I ever going to get to college? I I don't come from a family with money. My family doesn't speak English, you know? So there are a lot of kids there who have these dreams and, and just never make it out by the time they're seniors. And I was just really blessed to be one of the few that could. And yeah, I, I get a little bit emotional talking about it. I mean, no, it's that's a, I, I, was, I was very involved and there's a lot of great kids. They're great leaders. It's just hard to find out how to start up. Exactly. And yeah, the town is just so small. Everyone knows each other and a lot of people stay there. They never move and they grow up there and they spend their whole lives there. And these kids want to get out. It's just, it, how do you go about doing that? Yeah, no, that's, oh my gosh. Wow. And, you know, we're so blessed to be able to have you on this podcast and share your story about that um, and bring awareness to that. Um because in my life, I mean, I I very I come from a very uh, you know privileged background. Uh, I was able to go to a very nice call high school and now attend a very nice university in Los Angeles. I'm very blessed to have had the opportunities that I've had, and mm-hmm. so you know it's it never even occurred to me not to go to college. You know, I come from mm-hmm. the background where it's like, okay, yeah, you're going to college. That's, yeah, 
that's just how it is. You know, we don't have yeah. to worry about that. And I'm, you know, eternally grateful for that. And, uh, but it's, it's just wonderful hearing your story and your side of things and how passionate you are. You usually, uh, if you've been listening to the podcasts up until now, I've been talking about passion. So that's one of the main questions I ask is, is your passion aligned with your, um, your major? And in your case, yes, your passion and love for animals has seemed to very much align with your major uh, pre-vet track and all, but I think your college experience and, you know, yeah. your person has very much to do with your passions of wanting people to get out there, you know? Oh, a hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. I think it's important and, and not to cut you off. I'm, I'm no, so sorry, no, please, but... please. Uh, <laughs> Uh, I, th I think it's really important, and, and this is my advice for kids looking into colleges. Uh, I really, for years, so I actually found out about what college I wanted to go to by reading in my local library. <laughs> my no way. Me, yeah, my family wanted me to have an education, but nobody really knew what colleges was like about or what was available to me. So I actually did a lot of uh research for myself and the whole process with a lot of support my family is very wonderful and they've helped and my mom has definitely tried to understand this process with me um but I want to go to UC Davis and I did actually end up getting accepted and Cal Poly was my second choice the only real thing is as you said passion also has to do a lot with character when you're looking for a college don't just continue yes continue academically but don't make your focus academics and because we've been you know we've been going to school since we were little kids you know yeah. 12 years and then plus academics is always going to be there and and if you go to ap chem and then you take chem again you know it's kind of the same concept but what's not the same concept and it's an ever-evolving idea is who you are and so it's important to find a college that cultivates your interests. Like, you know, do, do you like to watch anime? Join an anime club. Or are you a dancer? Yeah. Go ahead and join a dancing club. And Cal Poly had that. I'm actually a dancer for a club called United in Movement. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> talk about, you know, um, the, the extracurriculars that you uh, take part in. Because I know you're very involved at Slow and you're taking, you know, you're, as you're saying, you know, find a place that you can use to build or build your character and you know you're using you seem to be using Cal Poly slow to the best of its ability which is awesome and inspiring not just to me but to our audience as well I'm sure uh yeah would you like to talk a little bit about you know what you're doing yeah so uh my major you know my favorite thing is uh United in Movement we host one of the biggest dance showcases, or actually the only big dance showcase at Cal Poly called Illuminate. And it's on YouTube, United in Movement. And I saw that and I told my mom, oh my God, I have to be in that club. Like, cause I've been dancing my whole life. I've been dancing at Dainuba and stuff and made great connections that way and feel it's very empowering. So I wanted to continue that. And I joined Cal Poly as a Cal Poly scholar, which is a beneficiary program for first generation students. So I'm a Cal Poly scholar. I, like I said, <laughs> multiple times, I'm a dancer. Um, I'm going to an event for the Black Student Union here on campus tomorrow. So 
I I like to try to affiliate myself more with BSU, but you know, schedule wise, it's kind of hard. But uh, those right now are kind of the only curriculars that I can manage right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sure but, it's it's college. Okay. There's a lot going yeah. on. <laughs> right, right. But I I just feel so bad. I, I know Cal Poly gets such a intimidating rep for being a PWI, and for people who don't know what that is, that's a predominantly white institution, and everyone has their own experiences. But if for any prospective freshman looking into Cal Poly, it's so it, this. There are so many things to do here, like that. Just it's so creative, and the college town is number one town in the state after all. And we're I mean we're the second largest land holding university in the state, and it's beautiful. It's oh, beautiful. It's and, gorgeous. And yes, it's and we shouldn't let it be being a PWI intimidate any people of color into wanting to do anything that they want to do there there's a there's a drag club uh doing a performance here on friday at the student center there's just so much to do it's just so fun it's so fun there's a lot of opportunity there and uh you know i so my affiliation with that i've uh talked about it before on this is i my girlfriend goes there um her episode actually just came out um yeah that's the episode yeah matt madison right madison yeah so she goes there so i've been there a couple times and i gotta it's oh it's one of my favorite places and like you said it is just beautiful the community is really awesome like i'm i'm so proud of my girlfriend that she got you know is getting the opportunity to go there and then share that opportunity with me when i go visit because yeah. it is always a pleasure visiting the campus, the college town, and the hiking. community is awesome. Yeah. Hiking is beautiful the up there. The beach, <laughs> what's not there, you know? Right. And so I'm so glad that you're enjoying your time there and um, really, you know, being an advocate and just, oh, just your story is awesome. Thank uh, you. So sadly, we are running a little short on time here. If you guys okay. would love another episode, with Tyra, I would love to do one. Drop it in the, you know, or DM section on our uh, Instagram, what's.your.major, or contact me. We can get her back on this. We can have a longer conversation because I feel like you got a lot more to say. <laughs> I just like to talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking too. I, you know, I made a podcast for the reason. You know, I, I love talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's so great to have you. Are there any last, uh, wise words of wisdom as i call it that you would like to um uh, share for with our audience today to i know it sounds so cliche but just be yourself there's a lot of you know oh the town is like this or people dress like that and there's a lot of assimilation i feel that this prep prepping before i move here type of thing that goes on over the summer right before you get into college and then people regret leaving parts of themselves behind to assimilate to these people who there's so many people here. They're not going to, you know, you're not going to beat them all. So, <laughs> yeah. so just be yourself and, and really enjoy your time. So, yeah. Oh, that is awesome. And thank you again so much, Tyra, for being here today. It is our pleasure having you on this podcast. And thank you uh, for having me. You were such a joy to have on here. I mean, wow, that was oh, great. Great stuff. Thank you to our audience for listening and we'll see you guys next time.